Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) How are you doing, Sarah? I am doing well. Um, Yeah, I don't really have any exciting updates from this week. Oh, I was meant to start my new job this week, but I can't because I'm waiting on my visa. Mm, Visa. (sighs) But that's exciting. New job. Yes, new job, exciting, but I need a visa, so it's been delayed, and it's uh, it's fun times. Like, every day you're like, oop, could t- is today the day? Is, is it? Am I going to pick, pick up my visa? I don't know. Let's see. And then nothing <laughs> happens, so. It's really well, fun. I don't know why you don't just pray to CJ and ask him to expedite <laughs> it to you. Girl, I've been getting desperate. It's it's ran across my mind a few times. Like maybe if I pray to Mormon God, then I'll get my visa in time because that would be delightful. And then the other part of me was like, well, I'm sure like my Mormon family, I, they know my situation. I bet they're praying, so I'm all good. Like, if there's a Mormon God, I'm covered because they're praying for me. I mean, if Celestial Jesus can help a girl in Utah find her car keys to her Jetta, I feel like he can help you with your visa. But maybe he's petty. I don't know. I think he's petty. He's going to be like, he's probably caused it to be delayed, to be honest. He's like, you know what? This is what you get. This is what you get when you leave the Mormon church. You don't get to find your car keys and you don't get your visa in time. That's what happens. When you start an ex-Mormon podcast, I'm going to... Punish you greatly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. How are you? You know, I am really good. I have exciting news about Patreon because we have (gasps) Patreon again. Oh, my God. Tell me more. (laughs) I don't think you've ever said, oh, my God. I know. (laughs) I don't know why that just came out of my mouth. Uh, it happens. Don't know. I love it. So we have Michelle. Hello, Michelle, and welcome. Hello, Michelle. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on over on Patreon. We appreciate yes. it. We also have Anna. Hi, Anna. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Anna. Welcome. Is it Anna or Anna? I'm always... I believe it's Anna, but if we are wrong, correct us. We're always... We're always okay with being corrected. Obviously, yes. it's your name. <laughs> yeah, it's your name. You can tell us. Please do. Please. And then last, but definitely not least, we have a new member of Outer Darkness, the highest level that you can be on our Patreon. And that new member is Mark. Hi, Mark. And welcome. Thank you so much for joining us in Outer Darkness. Oh, Mark, <laughs> you're going to be partying with us in Outer Darkness. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. <gasps> thank you Outer darkness like we say outer darkness is lit and thank you so much for your support it means the world to us so yeah we can't thank you enough like we always no. say <laughs> we really cannot so thank you very much mark and thank you for all of our other patrons who continuously support us we love you guys and of course for our daily I wouldn't say daily okay but normal no not normal what is it called just people who listen to us but I want to say <laughs> regulars regular listeners that's the yeah word. Not daily yeah. not normal regular listeners we appreciate your support and all your comments especially stepping in to deal with 
<sighs> Mormon trolls, which they were hot and bothered last week. I tell you, they were. They're just always hot and bothered. I'd whatever. They need something <laughs> to be hot and bothered about. Uh, <laughs> if I can give it to him, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> yep. I just some of the comments just I have to put my phone down. Like I'll read them and be like. I can feel my blood pressure rising. I just need to put my phone down for a second because they're such idiots. And then I pick it back up and read it again. And then I send a message to Katie or vice versa. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't deal with them. They're idiots. I can't. I can't. And then I, <laughs> I leave think we a got comment. Called. Yeah. I think we got called scum for the first time. <laughs> with the <Yeah>. new <laughs> Which is our new band name. Katie was like, I think that's a great band name. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. I can't remember the exact words, but it was special. And yeah, we're starting a band, everybody, because as you know, Sarah and I are very musical. (laughs) (laughs) We're little songbirds over here. We're so musical. (laughs) So musical. Um, Okay. So with all that said, I think we can get into the topic today. Um, this was, this came to us from a listener. I don't know which listener because our DMs are outrageously just, un, they're just outrageous. That's all. They <laughs> they're just, so I don't remember. I don't think, Sarah, do you remember who sent this to us? I don't. I was trying to look it up earlier today because when I was going through and like catching up on all of our emails our dms which we love them so please don't take it as if we're not appreciative of all the dms they're amazing but we have to go through like our request folder which good lord katie went through the first one and i was like whoo that was a dent that she put in then i went through and i was like oh my god we have so many in this folder Mm -hmm. from like years ago that we didn't even know existed so i don't i just know one of our lovely listeners sent it in and I think like we have you seen this this is insane so whoever you are thank you very much please correct us you can send a message and be like uh that was me and we will give you a proper shout out yeah for sure because we wanted to give credit but we just can't remember (laughs) can't remember Um, couldn't find sorry (laughs) yeah so Sarah sent me this she sent me a message of this it's it's a video of a woman uh going on a rant and neither of us really had any context as to what was happening in this video. We were like, okay, well, I think this woman is Mormon and she's saying some really shitty stuff, but I, (laughs) I was like, okay, I need to like dig down deeper and find out actually who she is, what her connections are and all of that stuff. So I'm going to start with a little bit of background and then we will go we'll get into the actual video and we'll listen to it together. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so um, glad you did the background because I was like, what the hell? Like I was so confused and Kitty was like, I went down a rabbit hole and like I found all the things and I was like, okay, excellent. It was bad. It like consumed <laughs> my whole like night yesterday. <laughs> Nuts. Um, okay, but before we begin, since I did go down a rabbit hole, I know that these people sometimes like to sue people who talk about them. So I am giving a copyright disclaimer. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. 
fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might be otherwise infringing. So all that said, don't come for us. <laughs> Ooh, thank you for doing that because we, yeah, remember one person like years ago reported and made us take down our content and it was so ridiculous. Yes. yes. <laughs> I so. fully remember and I hated that. Um, another disclaimer, we're not claiming that these people have done anything illegal. We're just going to be reviewing what they themselves have put online. So yes. just it's online to the public. That. So it's mm-hmm. not like we are doing anything suspect suspicious no. at all. And one last thing I do want to say before we begin, this involves a lot of online videos. And I would suggest if you want to go watch for yourself to watch from a source that has compiled their videos, don't actually watch their theirs because they are Mormon and they give 10% of their money to the Mormon church. So, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> I should have done that. Oh, but, you know, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So Sarah sent me this, this video and it, it's was on a subreddit. It's titled Jody's unhinged homophobic rant. Um, and I was like, who, who is this woman? And Sarah and I both kind of went down the same path. So yeah. the subreddit, Yeah, the subreddit that it was on is called Eight Passengers Snark. (laughs) And so we went and I was like, okay, that name sounded familiar to me. There is a YouTube channel called Eight Passengers. And this subreddit is dedicated to talking shit about them, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) So I was like, I didn't realize it was just for, okay, that makes sense now. Duh. Okay. Right. So the the eight passengers, this this woman, Jody, I wasn't sure how she fit in with the eight passengers YouTube channel. So what I did is I decided I'm going to kind of combine this, tell you about eight passengers and then how they're connected to Jody and what she's all about. And then we'll get into the video. So okay. who are eight passengers? Well, <laughs> <laughs> For the last six years, a woman named Ruby Frankie, I believe it's pronounced Frankie, it's F-R-A-N-K-E, and her husband, Kevin, and their six kids have been Mm -hmm. the stars of Eight Passengers, one of the most popular and controversial family video series on YouTube. Yep. They have, I think, about two and a half million subscribers so that will tell you how popular they are and how much money they make from YouTube yeah so I found it I found an article from Yahoo Entertainment that that summed it up pretty nicely so I have some excerpts from that I'll share um it says the show which details the Frankies sometimes mundane sometimes wildly dramatic daily lives has been clicked on more than a billion times no But to their critics, and there are scores of them on the internet, Ruby and Kevin Frankie are evil incarnate. (laughs) That's what the the article says. I didn't say that. The article did. Um, People claim that they are abusive to their kids, hungry for fame, craven in their exploitation of their children. And they are, in the words of one YouTube detractor, quote, grotesque examples of bad parenting. Yikes. That's also something I read, like, around the same lines. Yeah, that it's a lot of comments on how they they parent. 
Oh, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> there are entire YouTube clip shows dedicated to tracking eight passengers' cruelest moments, like, for example, the time Ruby punished one of her sons by taking away his bed for seven months. I Okay, yeah, I went past that video on on their channel, and I was like, what? Where it was, like, titled, like, I took away, mom takes away your mattress or something like that. But yeah. I didn't watch it. You want to know what he did to get in trouble? He was, I think he was 15 years old or 14, maybe. What did he say? Um, Freak? Or <laughs> crap? Well, what he did is he woke up his younger brother at, like, 3 a.m., and wanted to pull a prank on him and said, hey, buddy, we're going to go to Disneyland. Let's go pack your bags. And the little boy got up and packed his bags and then got sad when he realized it was a prank. And Ruby, the mother, thought this was a bad enough um, <laughs> sin or whatever you would call it that she took away her son's not only bed, but bedroom. He had to sleep in the living room, either on the floor or on a beanbag. What? For seven months for just pulling a prank, an innocent prank on his little brother. I'm sorry, but like that is horrible, especially at that age when you have school, you're growing, you need extra sleep. Like that's really horrible. And I'm sure it affected his school, everything. Oh, oh, these kids. This is the reason I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. I feel so bad, so bad for these kids. And this woman. She's recording it all and putting it all on the internet herself. So keep that all in mind. Like, she's not ashamed of this behavior. She thinks it's perfectly normal. Well, of There's course a time- she has, like, one or two and a half million subscribers. So she probably thinks, like, everyone in the world sees the same way as her. And not just uh, right? disparaging. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I was watching their videos, like I told Sarah, for hours. I watched the um, compilation videos. But Sarah actually watched one of their videos, too, and we both felt so, so, so triggered. Um, It's just wild to believe people actually live this way. And I think one of the reasons we were both so triggered is because we've both lived in Utah County where this takes Mm -hmm. place. And this honestly doesn't this isn't that much out of out of the ordinary, which I think is also very triggering for me. I was like, this shouldn't be happening. Someone say something. Yeah, and as soon as I didn't even like do any research behind like this family, I just went on this like rabbit hole of like, okay, watching the first video on the Reddit and then being like, hey, what is this eight passengers? Went to YouTube, found their channel, and that was when I was like, okay, let me just click on the first video that pops up and it happened to be one of the children's baptisms. And I honestly didn't know that they were Mormon at first because I was like, maybe this is just like an ultra conservative or religion, like religious family and they're not even Mormon. And then as soon as she started talking, I was like, yeah, that's a Utah accent. Like that has to be. You can tell. Yeah. And (laughs) And even just her, her appearance, she looks like every woman in, in, in Utah. I think they live in Springville. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I scrolled down, it was like Springville, and then there was an outfit that she wore, which made me think, like, definitely Mormon, which sidetrack, we, Greg and I were looking through some old photos, and there was one of me back in my Mormon days, 
he was like, what the hell are you wearing? Because I had like a tank top dress, but I had a t-shirt under it. And he was like, why do you have a t-shirt on under your dress? Modesty, <laughs> like, Greg. Modest is modest. <laughs> he was like, that's so embarrassing. Why? And I was like, I was Mormon. I was being modest. <laughs> I think that's better than those those really long tank tops we would wear underneath everything, and then we would oh, wear a cardigan on God. top of that. Oh it's my God! So bad. The best <laughs> track is like you watch these videos, and if you're an ex Mormon, you're like, oh, okay, yep, yep, this yep, makes yep. sense. <laughs> it tracks. It feels yeah, and I think that's like I said, that's part of why. We felt I felt so compelled to cover this and and why it was so triggering is because it's like this is still happening and it's bizarre to me. Um, so it's still happening and it's still like I don't know if you got this vibe too or like picked on it picked up on it quite quickly but like I only watched two videos and I think it's really triggering because it's very like church saturated like especially the baptism one right like and she's like the little you know child. The mom was like, oh, aren't you so excited? And she's like, oh, I just want to be with with God. I want to make God happy or whatever. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. It's just like so cringy and like, oh, yeah, it just broke my heart. And then also the toxic positivity, like there was another like the other video I watched where like the child is obviously upset or annoyed or didn't want to do something. And they were like, OK, but you need to turn that frown upside down, like be happy, smile, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, that. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, that's her brand. That's literally almost every video. It's crazy. <laughs> like, I, you know, there are other influencers and YouTubers that are Mormon and are very successful, but they don't really talk about it. It's it's more hinted at. Theirs is in your face all yeah. the time. That yeah, they're Mormon I mean, and proud of it. They even filmed the baptism, as in like it was the wow. talk. You listen to the talks, the hymn. Wow. Um, the getting ready, like wearing the baptismum jumper, like talking about the jumpsuit and then the fonts, and it was everything. Like it was so triggering that I was like, oh, I couldn't even like, I had to mute some of it. So I was like, I can't hear the songs. Like I can't hear these talks being said by these young children who don't yeah. even know what they're talking about. And like, they're not old enough to really comprehend what they're saying. It right. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some other things, uh, I mean, there are so many, but some other things that she's been criticized for is she'll film She'll film her children crying or sick. For example, she made her daughter cry by brandishing scissors and threatening to snip off the head of one of her stuffed animals. And she what? filmed this, and the little girl is maybe three, and she just starts sobbing. And it's it it was in she was I don't she was going to discipline the child for using the scissors on something she shouldn't have, and so she was like, "How would you like it if I took these scissors and cut this head off of your?" your stuffed animal and the little baby just starts crying and she films it. She doesn't stop filming. There's oh times when God. the children are very sick and they're throwing up and she keeps filming. <gasps> she films them. She films them sleeping in the bathroom because they're sick. She has them sleep in the bathroom instead of getting them a, like a bowl to go by the side of their bed. She tells them to sleep in the bathroom and she films it and puts it on YouTube. 
Like, what the fuck what? is wrong? Like, how has she not gotten into trouble? Like, this is not. Well, we'll get into it. She kind of oh, has a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's run into some things. Um, okay. she, she also does really, um, embarrassing and like, uh, just intimate things. So she videotapes and posts her intimate mother daughter talks. Um, for example, she films the ones where she talks to her daughters about getting their period, even though the little girls are so embarrassed to be on camera. You can see it in their face. They're like, mom, please don't film this. Like, talk to me about it, but don't film it. There's one where um, they take the little girl out and the dad gives her a promise ring that basically is like a virginity ring that says, you don't take this ring off until you get married and then it's replaced by your actual wedding ring that your husband gives you. But before that you belong to me and you keep your virtue. Um, Yeah. There's one, there's a clip where she's showing what her daughters are wearing and she's critiquing them and their bodies and how they're dressing modestly. Like, Oh, it's showing too much, blah, blah, blah. There's one time when they almost get into a car crash and instead of making sure everyone's okay immediately, she gets out her camera and starts filming. And then she films all the other cars that got in the car wreck. And luckily everyone was okay. But then it shows her, she films herself and she turns around to the kids that are in the back of this big old van or whatever she has. Cause all her kids are with her. And one, the youngest boy is visibly traumatized. I mean, he's shaking, he's sobbing and this woman, <laughs> Ruby goes, we should have been in that car accident, but Heavenly Father was looking out for us. Oh, my God. All those other people who got in the car accident, essentially. They deserved it, apparently. Like, the, the people who got in the car accident, they deserved it because they weren't righteous. Is what she's teaching her kids. Yep. Um, there, there was one time, like, she was telling her daughters that they all need to have they need to go shopping for makeup and they need to each pick out their signature lip color and they show them at Sephora and they're getting, trying to pick out eyeshadow palettes, but she won't let them get certain ones. If the names of the eyeshadows aren't like quote unquote virtuous, like one said cleavage or something or nude. And she was like, you can't get these. And the oldest daughter was like, Oh yeah, I saw some of the, the names on my mom's eyeshadow palette and I took a Sharpie and I scribbled them out because they were inappropriate. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Um, It's just doing so much damage and harm to these kids. Like, I know it's the name of a makeup palette. Like, and also dude, come on. That's not sexual. You made it that way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, naturally are nude, like, you know, came into the world nude and naked, like, that's, uh, yikes. I also um, one saw, of- which, I don't know, like, full disclosure, I didn't actually click on the videos to watch them, so maybe disregard, but I just saw a lot of videos about her filming one of her kids, or maybe two, on their acne journey, which I also thought was a bit, like, I didn't even yeah. want to click on a video to watch because I thought, like, I feel like it's already, we, we know what type of person she is. It's going to come across as more of, like, shaming or, like, oh, look, we, we, we quote, unquote, fixed your acne type thing. And, like, this is something you need to fix. Like, Well, yeah, and it's essentially 
It's exploiting her children for money. She's making money doing these videos and she's using her small children as the content and they're not consenting. That's so problematic. And I mean, there's ones like you said, it's there's the acne journey ones. There's ones where she like, it's their first time shaving and you can tell they're so embarrassed that they don't want that to be on the internet forever. And yet she has, she just films it and puts it on the internet. Like I, that's horrible. Um, yeah. So the, so the couple who met in college in Utah, obviously they got married in 2000 when Ruby was only 18. Um, uh, I mean, that makes sense. They have been sporadically posting videos since at least 2012 when they taped themselves at a rally supporting fast food chain Chick-fil-A's anti-gay marriage crusade. Shocker there. Yeah, she announces announces proudly into the camera, this is us waiting in line at Chick-fil-A because we're supporting marriage between a man and a woman. Ew. Uh, Yeah. Um, For the most part, Ruby has always been the one running the show. Kevin, who is a professor of civil engineering at BYU, pops in from time to time, but is largely a supporting player. Oh, interesting. I was going to ask what he did for a living. Yeah. So many of if you guys went to BYU, maybe you took a class from him. Um, By 2019, their platform was nearing a million subscribers and their phone was ringing off the hook with sponsors. They were well on their way to becoming one of the most successful family vlogs on YouTube, and that's when the first big scandal broke. It involved a clip of Ruby sitting in her car, and she was responding to a text message from her child's kindergarten teacher. This is the quote. She said that Eve did not pack a lunch today, and can I bring a lunch over to the school? And then Ruby sneers into the camera and says, I know that her teacher is uncomfortable with her being hungry and not having lunch, and it would ease her discomfort if I came to the school with lunch. But I responded and just said, Eve is responsible for making her own lunches in the morning. Hopefully, nobody gives her food. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. The child is five. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why would you film that and put that on the internet? She, like, thinks that that's good parenting. Because she's an entitled brat. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Like, she thinks that she can get away with it because she has for so many years. And she has this huge following. So that makes her feel as if, like, how she parents is validating or it's acceptable because Mm -hmm. she has this huge following. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, So not long after the lunch debacle, uh, they threw more gasoline on the fire when they posted a sit-down video in August 2019 in which they explained why then 14-year-old Chad had been absent from their summer vlogs. Apparently, he'd been expelled from school. The reasons why are never fully revealed. And as a punishment, he was spending 10 weeks at the Anasazi Foundation Wilderness Therapy Program, an outdoor intervention camp that, camp that, according to its website, was designed to help troubled youth. Now, I looked up this this camp this quote-unquote therapy program and there's so many allegations of abuse it's it's crazy and I'm not gonna go into it but you guys can look it up and I have my own thoughts about these wilderness programs and if they actually do help people or mainly just traumatize people further so this poor, poor little boy he's 14 and they send him away because of they don't they don't really tell you why but then 
this is the same boy once he comes back from this camp. He pulls that innocent prank on his little brother and then loses his bedroom for seven months. Oh, my God. I, I mean, this this little kid, I just want to give a hug and be like, I promise it gets better. Because there's no telling how traumatized and damaged his perspective on life is at this point. Like, imagine having... Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's nearing 18 and uh, Ruby actually is very famous for saying she's very open about it. She says, my children are not welcome to live with me once they turn 18. So she kicks them out when they turn 18. One of them is already out. Her oldest daughter is at BYU. Surprise, surprise. But I think Chad is nearing 18 now. And I just hope I just have such high hopes that maybe he'll just get out and find some normal friends and live his life and do what he wants because he does seem very, very repressed by his parents. So sad. Like, I just hope, yeah, like you said, someone just like tells him it's going to get better and like, you're fine. You are fine as you are and you should be made to feel the way that you've been made to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there are bigger issues at play with the family. Uh, It's a debate over what parents should or shouldn't be allowed to do with their kids on the Internet. Do children have any rights of their own? Do they have any authority over their own image? Or do their moms and dads have unlimited powers? I think that's a good point because these things that she's uploading to YouTube, they're going to be there forever. And imagine, like, your mother was posting videos of you crying and traumatized and vomiting and all these other things and they're just on there forever for anyone to see like you're going to go apply for a job and they're gonna google you and see that that's just so embarrassing it's really embarrassing like and especially because it's I mean I know some people are gonna say like yeah but what about reality tv and you know those kids grow up on tv as well and blah 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 but I (laughs) These videos, just from the two I have seen, are so much more personal than any reality TV I've seen with, with, like, children on them. Right. And I feel like there's a difference. I still do kind of think that reality TV with children can be problematic. But it's like there's a time when the crew leaves, right? The crew's in your house and you have these consent forms and you have all of these things you sign and then they leave. And when they leave you're not afraid of them just busting out a camera and filming you through their wi- your window because they can't do that. But when you have a mom who like sees you doing anything at any time and she can just film you, I just don't think that's okay. That doesn't seem okay to me. Yeah, definitely. Cause that's a good point that you make. There's a difference between it being your parent and it being a crew member. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's not the same thing, you know, like it's, it's more. Uh, yep. It's yeah. way more personal and about like crossing all kind of boundaries when it's For sure. your mother. Yeah. And to go even further on camera, some of the older kids have complained that the show has left them bullied and friendless at school and sometimes publicly humiliated. And that's only what they've been willing to admit on the show, like with their mom taping them. So I'm sure it's worse. Like I watched some of the clips where they say, I don't have friends. They make fun of me. They bully me. And it's like, yeah, your mom's putting all this shit out there. Like, ugh, I hate it. So sad. Yeah. Um, 
for children, so this is just a quote I thought was interesting. It says, for children and adolescents, lack of privacy due to being vlogged about online can lead to low self-worth, stunting of emotional development, and expressing negative seeking behavior as a means to validate their worth. That's from Karina Baltazar Duran, a marriage and family therapist. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's just a very, 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 very brief overview of eight passengers. But let's move on to what sparked this topic in the first place and how it's related. So Joan. let's move away from that very <laughs> triggering. And oh God, if you guys manage to go to that YouTube channel, like Katie said, maybe look for videos that are like uh, different ones that are compiled together instead of watching mm-hmm. like their actual videos because we don't want to give them any more <laughs> attention yeah. or views because they have plenty. Yeah, they have plenty. And it's so disturbing. Um. Oh, and I, I said that she kind of did get in trouble. So from what I could gather, people had called CPS on her. I think it was in 2020. Um, I could be wrong around, but it was around there and CPS, did an investigation and nothing came of it. So, you know, it's like, at what point do you classify it as abuse? So mm. I, I would recommend any of you listening, like don't call CPS cause that's already been done, but she did get into some hot water for that. So yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. That was going to be my next question actually was, has child protection uh, services ever been involved? And yeah. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So this video, this woman's name is Jody Hildebrandt. And I had to dig for a little bit to discover their connection. But I found out that in one of her vlogs, Ruby from Eight Passengers says excitedly, like, I'm going back to school. Isn't that so exciting? But that was misleading because she wasn't going back to college or university she was actually signed up to take some quote-unquote training classes from (laughs) from Jody Hildebrandt who's also a Mormon at this place called Connections with a capital X it's (laughs) C-O-N-N-E capital (laughs) X-I-O-N-S when I saw that on Instagram I was like girl no Oh yeah. <laughs> did not spell connections with an X, a capital X at that. No, no. Uh, so this was her going back to school and the woman who was teaching her was Jody, who is in the video. That's how they started okay. to connect. According to the website, Jody claims to be a counselor. I mean, her wording is very odd. She never claims to be a therapist, but she claims to do these workshops and trainings and she specializes in addictions I guess and this is a quote directly from her website it says overall I desire to help our generation and the generations to come dispose of distortions ugly lies in order to live in truth connection and freedom oh and truth is capitalized so wow okay um so this is how Ruby and Joe are connected um so forgive me if I've missed something because I didn't have like endless of hours to look at it but I'm gathering that Ruby started doing this counseling through Jody and from what I can tell Ruby started working with Jody because she now has videos and a bio on the connections website 
this yeah, is. That's, that's kind of what I gather too, because some of the videos on her Instagram, on Jody's Instagram, is like with Jody. Oh, sorry, with, with Ruby. Ruby. Yes. And, or they'll just be like pictures with quotes over, you know, like the copy overlay on the the photo, and it'll be like Ruby and some quote or some shit, you know. Like so, I think they have obviously are collaborating in some way. Yes. So this is Ruby Frankie's bio on Connections website. It says, this just, this sent me. It says, I am a Connections mental fitness trainer. Girl, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. Yeah, mental gymnastics, maybe, is what you specialize in. I hit the mic. That kind of fitness. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, who loves guiding women out of cultural distortions and into the truth of who they really are. Okay. Girl, she doesn't even know who she really is or the truth because she has the Mormon truth. Like, that's what she considers the truth to be. Right. And you just do some, like, training from this other woman who's a Mormon, and now you're like, ooh, I specialize in training. Yeah, notice how they don't use the word therapist or anything because they're not. Um... It's making she me said, think of, like, all the the stories that we've covered with, like, Young Living and stuff where they're like, I'm a doctor. And it's like, you're, nope, nope, <laughs> you're not actually a doctor, sir. You just. Literally, like, literally, like, two sentences down in my notes, I just have in all caps, major MLM vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, um, and the rest of her bio says, with my seven years of experience in social media marketing, I have a unique backstage view of how money, influence, and power have been used to manipulate the masses, most specifically mothers. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just like working mothers lead to gangs and violence. Uh, yeah. Thanks, GBH. Yeah. Uh, I looked into it and the cheapest thing um, you can get from them is one quote unquote personal training session on video, which is 50 minutes and it costs $120. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Or, I mean, they have a women's retreat where you can pay $425 to just go on a weekend, like camping and hiking trip in St. George. All right, that's it. Katie, we need to be pushing this. Anyone want to go for a hike with us? In, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's so ridiculous because they don't have any real credentials. Like, you and I could do this. Just call ourselves yeah. trainers. Mental fitness trainers. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. So, so I was digging more into Jody, and I found something juicy. This is from the Salt Lake Tribune in 2012. The, the article the article is titled Porn Therapist Disciplined for Telling the Church and BYU About a Client. All right. This counselor on quote-unquote porn addiction who also talked to BYU violated state law. Here's the here's part of the article I just have right here. A, I love how they put this in quotes to a quote unquote porn addiction therapist has been reprimanded by the state for discussing a patient without his permission with his LDS church leaders and Brigham Young University. All of the claims made by Jody Hildebrandt were oh. false, but they led to his they led to his loss of privileges in the church and 
to his ejection from BYU. Wow. So she, so wait, I'm a bit confused. So this person came to Jody to talk about their porn addiction and she like mm -hmm. basically outed them. So she's, I'll kind of get into it, but yeah, she, she specializes, she says in porn addiction. And I think what happened here is this man and his wife went to therapy. They were referred to her by like their bishop because she was part of that LDS quote unquote therapy referral program. And she was convinced she was telling him that he had a porn addiction. And instead of keeping it confidential, she then went and told his church leaders and BYU, which got him expelled from BYU, and he lost, you know, his um, callings at church. And then he also says, this is the quote from him. He says, she lied wherever she went to further an agenda to destroy my life. We came there for marriage counseling, and she pulled us into her porn marathon. And he said that she was billing them $2,000 a month for this therapy quote-unquote therapy and it was when he was like this is too expensive I'm not addicted to porn and you're charging me two thousand dollars a month I'm not gonna pay which is when she went to BYU and his leaders that is fucked and really disgusting yeah and so she got in trouble uh with the state because of it because she she didn't keep confidentiality and she went on probation for 18 months and then it says here in the article she had to meet 22 conditions or she could lose her license now from what I could tell she's not an actual therapist so she might have just lost her license and then she calls herself a trainer through connections now (laughs) (laughs) um so before we get into the actual video I found some reviews for Jody Hildebrandt and connections and um, well, I'm so impressed with your rabbit hole research. This is <laughs> way more than I anticipated. And I'm loving every minute of it. Okay, so girl, this, this is how intense I went into this. And it went into last night. I, you know how I, I cook dinner every single night. It's like my favorite thing to do. Last night, it was like, no, we're eating leftovers. I'm going down this Jody rabbit hole. <laughs> And luckily, Scott was very supportive. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of leftovers. I'll just have leftovers tonight. You go. You go do your research. (laughs) Your crazy cool research. Okay, here's one review. It says, Jody and her program seem to have a heavy LDS influence, which aligned with my beliefs. After a while of fully buying in and after a ton of money, something didn't feel right. As with others, Jody and her program had done more harm than good for me. It was very extreme and shame-based. She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. As a single man, it was heartbreaking to see so many married men in my group that got kicked out of their homes at Jody's encouragement. What? Oh. Yep. Here's another one. Jody Hildebrandt is a farce. Her therapy will warp you into believing you inherited shame. And a pocket full of insecurities that are inherent to the human race, likely due to poor parenting. She likes to lay blame on others, separate her clients from their family, and rake in multiple therapy sessions for her self-prescribed theory of thought that is baseless. So basically, Uh, she's like an individual form of the Mormon church as a collective. 1,000%. Yep. (laughs) Yep. 
good yeah. good summary. Uh, yeah. Here's the last. Here's one last review. But there were many, many, many bad reviews. But here's one last one. I have close family and friends that have seen Jody for years. Per their suggestion, I set up an appointment with her. I have never been more uncomfortable in my life during a therapy session. I was so disgusted by how she was manipulating the conversation and the behaviors she was suggesting. My brother-in-law is currently enrolled at Harvard for grad school in psychology. He was able to help me voice where my discomfort was coming from. Needless to say, this woman plays God. She sets her clients up to depend on only her so she can keep collecting your money. She reminds me of the abuser in an abusive relationship. She isolates her clients by setting up unrealistic expectations so they believe all their friends and family are toxic, leaving them to only depend on her. It makes me sad to think how many relationships she has hurt. Oh, God. She sounds like a gem. She sounds horrible and she sounds like the church. I mean, the church isolates you from non-members, which could be your family, could be your closest friend, makes you depend solely on them, gives you all this shame and guilt. Like, yep. Wow. Yeah. So these two work together. And um, what a dream team. What a dream team. Um, So now I have this video I'm going to play and I'll, we'll pause it obviously every now and then to kind of explain what's going on because she's sort of all over the place, but um, it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot. Here we go. Kind of bounce off the sides of the question and say, well, you shouldn't be telling them to do that. Or not everybody agrees with this or, how dare you? You as a therapist can't be saying that. It's like, my gosh, you're missing the whole point. The point is principles. Principles. So when somebody asked a question about whether a child should be, um, they use the word forced. Nobody said the word forced except for a responder said forced. If someone should um, make their child go to church. Okay. So this was asked in their Facebook group. Someone, I guess they have, yeah, like a connections Facebook group. Oh, heaven help us all. Um, Should we join it? I kind of want to join it after this. (gasps) We could be trolls. Um, Yeah, so someone in there asked, should we make our kids go to church? And then it's going to play what Ruby, so who who you're hearing right now is Jody, And now it's going to tell you what Ruby responded about making your kids go to church. And there was a response given in principles, like, yes, living in this home, which I provide, this is my home, and go to church on Sundays to give thanks for that. But if you choose not to, um, you know, abide by the expectations of this household, then you are, in effect, saying, I don't want to be part of this household. And that would be your choice. And you are welcome to leave. How can you say that to your children? And they're kids. Like, I like just... you're welcome to leave if you don't go to church. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's that thing we always say. They say, it's your choice. Um, But is it their choice if you're going to make them live on the street without a home? That's not a choice. That's not a choice at all. That's like saying, yeah, you have the choice. You don't have to go to church. But if you don't go to church, you're going to be punished. And as a minor, we're going to make your life as difficult as possible. And yeah, 
Yeah. So it's not so really it's not a choice. choice. No. No. That's just a cold-hearted, mean thing to say. And it's just so, like it's it's your kids. Come on, like. No. It breaks my <sighs> breaks my heart. So that was Ruby, who we've been talking about, and now it goes back to Jody. So Ruby and I are going to do our very best to give you principles. We're here about principles. There is one truth. There is one reality. And then everything else is just your opinion. We're not interested in, in having you say that here because there's no truth to what you're saying. So don't come to this group. If you continue to come and, and be adversarial, you'll be asked to leave. So we want people here who understand. <laughs> adversarial, like Satan. <laughs> oh, because you have a different opinion. You're Satan. Yep. Yeah. So I love how she keeps saying we just we're all about truth, 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 truth. And then the next thing she says, I'm just like, wow. Yikes. Understand there's a God. Who understand <laughs> that we're here to reflect and to edify God. Those are the people. So she just keeps saying there's one truth. And we want people who understand truth. We want people who understand there's a God. Like, what kind of mind does that? Like, there, you can't prove that there is a God. So why is that the ultimate truth? Exactly. And, and that's your truth that's not the standard truth across the whole world that is your perception your reality your truth and she keeps saying we don't care about your opinion literally that's your opinion jody that there is a god that's an opinion that's not a truth (laughs) and i don't think yeah no and this shouldn't be i just feel like that's not ethical to have some kind of therapist saying this this and she's clearly not a therapist that's what's killing no. me too she even starts off saying she's a therapist girl you're, you're not a therapist sorry but like <laughs> yeah no. okay here we go we're interested in during one of our weekly phone checks i found the following in her search history okay so now it moved on to she's she's reading a question that was posed in the facebook group someone said in there hey so I need some help I was looking at my daughter's week I was doing our weekly phone check looking through my daughter's phone and here's what I found and then she goes through these statements that she her daughter punched in and the daughter was trying to assess whether she was gay or not her first search was am I gay quiz and so because I think that's cute I do too. And I was like, I, when I was listening to this the first time or watching this video, I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> it's like, you. I know. But she's, she has a visible look of disgust when yeah, she says this. It's like, the okay. first thing that comes up is, am I gay quiz? Like, but that, I feel like that's a really great m- moment. You could talk with your daughter and ask her, yeah. like, hey, like, thinking like let's talk about it I think that could be a really healthy and awesome conversation but that's not where we're headed here no Hmm. not at all we all have the gift of choice there is no such thing as am I gay because that takes choice away it says I am something period the end like I didn't have choice in it it just is yeah Jody. That's what it is. You're not, you don't choose to be gay. What? Her argument, I just like, I paused this and rewatched it and I was like, what? 
What like, is she talking about? She's like, there. you can't ask, am I gay? Because that means that you don't have a choice. Well, what about you? Do you ask if you're straight? Like, do, yeah. I don't. What? Did you just choose to be straight? Because you're saying that that's not a choice. So you're saying that literally everyone is just straight and gay people just don't exist or they're just choosing something different than what they actually are. It, there's no there. None of this makes any sense. Listen, and what she gets into next, this comparison she makes, oh, it God. makes me so angry because I'm like, first of all, it's the dumbest fucking comparison ever. It doesn't need, it's not even, oh, it's not even relevant in any way. And if anyone can see that comparison, be like, oh my God, that makes sense. Then you're an idiot. Point blank. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like there is no comparison to be made. It's, it's, it's just so disgusting. This whole like, oh no, it's a choice. Like, how are you still spewing this hateful shit? It's Ugh. a choice, and it's just attraction, and attraction is lust. So really. Oh, like, yep. Here we go. Yeah. God. <laughs> and so that on its face is a lie. It's not the truth. It's a distortion. And the philosophies of us as people that we've created, and one of those philosophies is homosexuality, gender confusion, um, not understanding, am I in the right body? All of those things are made up ideologies of man. What the fuck is she even trying? What? She's um, she's all about me- mental fitness and a therapist. <laughs> so. She's qualified. But just she's denied certified. the existence of others. Yeah, these are just not real. These aren't in truth. <laughs> oh my god. There's no truth in them. Gender is clear. You are born male or you're born female. Oh, my God. She's the worst. She's She's horrible. She's the worst. It's like, I don't think anyone's confused that you can be born a certain gender or a sex and not identify with whatever the, uh, (laughs) whatever. You know, you don't have to just Okay, we, everyone understands what I'm saying, but I just get so flustered that she can just deny existence of humans when they're like, well, no, you just don't understand yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's just like, you're confused. That's not how it is. Everyone knows. This is a fact. No, Jody, you're just on a completely how would she different like it? world. And how would yeah, she like it if were coming up to her and saying, Jody, you're not actually a woman. You just think you are. Jody, you're not actually attracted to your husband. You just think you are. Like, yeah. who the fuck are you to say that to someone? Yeah, you're <laughs> just attracted to your husband, but it's actually lust and you should not yeah. be attracted to him because that's not natural. And that's, that's a choice natural. you made. And that's a choice you made. And that's not the truth. That's a distortion. Like, who the... Yeah. This... Ugh, disgusting. Attraction is a choice. It is a choice. I know that people get crucified when you say that to to the world, but the truth is it is a choice. And everybody here who's been attracted to people or not attracted to people knows. You know when you're not attracted to someone, that's a choice too. It's not. uh, (laughs) No. It's not just being attracted, you idiot. Like, I can't even. It's not a choice. It's not like in this next comparison she makes where she's like, I was one time attracted to someone and then. You know, they started speaking and they were nasty and, you know, inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. And I instantly stopped becoming attracted to them. So that's all you have to do. Oh, that's, okay. 
And that's not a choice. That's like that's your preferences. That's what you actually are attracted to. You don't choose it. Um, exactly. And then, yeah, well, she'll go on and say like, well, yeah, you, you choose to be attracted to the female or the male body. Excuse me, ma'am. I am attracted to men, but do you want to know what? I am not attracted to most men. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe some some males on the television, but I'm not like, oh, I'm just automatically attracted to every single man I see. Like, excuse, that's not how this works. Still how it works <laughs> at all. She's she's thinking that people who are gay are just attracted to everyone else that's of the gender that they prefer like well it's like that that stereotype or the situation where like people who are homophobic or uncomfortable around gay people they're like oh my god so you're gay and you're the same sex as me does that mean you're like into me right now and it's like no it's it doesn't work that way don't fucking (laughs) flatter yourself (laughs) everyone has preferences that vary and it (laughs) woof okay what else Dodie (laughs) and when you're attracted that's a choice as well I remember being drawn I guess you could say attracted to someone who was you know acted very kind nice and then all of a sudden I got to know them a little bit more and they started talking really dirty and my attraction was like (laughs) she doesn't like dirty dirty talk (laughs) I love dirty talk Dodie clearly you're missing out Dodie spice it up but again like Sarah said that's not like you're choosing that. That is an event that happened that made you no longer feel attracted because of your preferences. That's not like you just made the choice. Oh, I'm suddenly. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Now, most of us put value on what people look like. So if I'm drawn to a female, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm attracted to their body. Well, that's just lust. <laughs> First of all, it's not always less. But second of all, she doesn't realize that you can be attracted to someone for something other than how they look. Exactly. Uh, she keeps doing it on physical appearance. And oftentimes, that's not the case. Like, you can be attracted. I mean, she's also missing out a whole, like, I mean, so many different groups of people. But, like, yeah. you could be fluid. You could be just, like, I'm attracted to a person just for the person, not, like, right. any type of physical attribute that they have. Right. And that's mm-hmm. also, I mean, like how many times I'm sure everyone who's listening, you have found someone attractive who physically you normally wouldn't, but you're just connected to them on a certain level that makes them attracted to you. What? Like attracted totally. To you. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole huge part of it. It's like, sure, there might be a physical component, but it's not the whole thing. Um, no. That's not what attraction is. And you don't choose it. Oh, you don't. Called attraction, that's called the lust. So whether you're drawn to a female's body or whether you're drawn to a male's body, that is a lustful attachment that you're making. And it's all being done in choice. You are a mother. Your job is to protect your young. If there was a a lion coming at your young, you would stand in between and you put the baby behind you and you would defend that child with everything you have. She's literally comparing your child wondering if she's gay to being attacked by a lion. I just, when I first listened to this, I was like, no, she did not. And then 
Yeah, I know I keep spoiling it, but this next part where she plays something, I'm all like, get out of here with that. Get out of here. Uh, I cannot. Yep. All right. It is here to snuff out the life of your child and kill her spiritually. Oh my God. I, this woman should not have a platform. I'm saying it. No, right she right should now. not. Nope. And if you and your husband do not get in between the world and your daughter, you're going to lose her. All of us were children. None of us dealt with this. Nobody came at us when we were 10, 12, 5, 6 telling us that we're in the wrong bodies. Nobody did that to us, like they're doing it to kids today. No one's doing that to kids today. They're no letting children... That. No, no one's... That's not a real argument, Jody. Like... <laughs> and these yeah. these revelations, I'm just like doing air quotes, I heard that people are having these days, they aren't new, Jody. Hate to tell you. No. Been around since the age of people, time. Yes. Gay people, transgender people have always existed. They've just been oppressed. Yes. And now people are allowing children to fully be themselves, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that we're trying to tell people that they don't belong in their bodies. That's not happening. That's not mm-hmm. happening at all. The opposite. What about choice, Jody? Should <laughs> they have the choice to learn about, oh. I don't know, be educated about everyone else in the world and not just cisgender and heterosexual people? Is that is that not right? Mm, you forget. Jody doesn't think those people actually exist. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody came at us and said, oh, you, uh, you like the color, you know, blue? You must be homosexual. Nobody said that to us. No one says that now. No one says that. When I heard that, I was like, is that a thing? I really thought, like, maybe I'm out of the loop. Is that, like, is that a thing now? And then I was like, oh, no, it's just Jody. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Okay, cool. No, no, no one says that. That's not a thing. Our kids are being attacked, and they're being targeted. I heard a song the other day called... um, You'll convert your children. Oh, God. Okay, this was so funny to me. It's, I mean, it's horrible, but it's funny because it plays a little snippet of the song in a second, so you'll actually see what it is. But I love that she's so upset about, we will convert your children. What does your church try to do, Jody? Yeah. And and then even the message, like the song that she plays, the, the lyrics you hear, is like, how can you find something problematic with that message? How? Because she's homophobic and shitty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she has no problem with converting children to Mormonism, but in converting people to be open-minded and loving, she has a problem with that. Gross. You'll convert your children. And it was a song about homosexuality and how they're coming after your children. It was a song by the male, uh, San Francisco Males Choir. And all these men were singing this song saying, we'll convert your children and we're going to take them from you. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. (laughs) We'll make them tolerant and fair. And she has a problem with that. Like, at least if you're going to show the song on air on your platform, like, maybe just cut off right at, we're going to convert your children. Because that's (laughs) not helping the case. I don't think that she showed it. I think that this person on Reddit edited it in. 
Oh. Because, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't think she put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> better. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Most evil thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the most evil thing I've ever heard. Oh, Tony's voice is the most evil thing I've ever heard. And they cannot handle the evil that's coming at them. So, in conclusion, I am a daughter of a god. That's who I am. I am not gay. I am not dumb. I am not stupid. I am not ugly. I am not fat. I'm not all those things. Because I am divine. Those things are lies. And all those things that I want to buy into, that I am stupid or ugly or not enough, are distortions. And I could use my agency to choose that. Or I could use my agency to say, yes, I am gay. But it'll be a choice that you make. There's no such thing as I am. What is wrong with her? But, like, she doesn't make any sense. I don't... It's like, you know, you watch or listen to something, and you really have to scratch your head and be like, did I... Am I just stupid? Did I not understand anything that that person just said? It's like if you ask a question and they give you a response that's like a 30-minute response, and at the end of it, you're still like, did you answer the question? Because now you've gone off of like being gay is a choice, and you make a choice to be gay, and it's really about lust and physical attraction to I am worthy, and I'm a daughter of God, and I'm not ugly or fat or stupid. And I'm not gay, and I make a choice to not be gay. Huh? <laughs> yeah, she's she's equating all of those quote-unquote negative things, which I'm not even going to address the fat comment. Yeah. But, um, you know, being stupid or dumb, she's equating that with being gay. And apparently these are all things that you can use your agency to be. You can choose to be dumb. You can choose to be gay, but that's not real and she said there's no such thing as I am when she literally just said I am a daughter of God exactly that's what I'm saying it's like the contradictions are so ridiculous like I can't it's outrageous and it's just I it's wild it's wild that like anyone would um pay attention to her and give her money for this kind of hateful shit like I feel really bad for not only the women that she's taking advantage of but the children of these women that she's telling them there's no such thing as being gay so protect them from being gay as if they're going to be attacked like a lion um so sad and if she's charging these people two thousand dollars a month as well like think about all the corruption like she's taking so much money from these people and she's just like brainwashing them and corrupting these these minds and making them think that this is how you're supposed to be like yeah Jody you are the queen of mental fitness because everything you say <laughs> is just a whole bunch of mental gymnastics like that whole segment had my brain like huh and we're out of the church like imagine being a, a TBM and like going to her like your bishop saying yeah I really recommend this therapist that you should see and you go to her and you start and you're already like confused, especially if you're young, if you're a teenager, if you're at a really low point in your life and you start hearing this shit. It's I, I that's my biggest problem with all of this is how it affects 
the the children and the victims of things like this. And when you you pay and you think you're getting therapy, but it's it's just more damaging. And she's the lion. She's preying on these vulnerable mm-hmm. people and taking their money and just completely destroying basically their self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to end on a slightly uh, lighter note. Uh, and uh-huh. as, as we mentioned, so Ruby now works with Jody and she has her own training and they do videos together sometimes that are up on their YouTube channel and on their website. And in one of them, they were talking about COVID, of course. Oh, and oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it should be noted that they basically didn't follow any protocols for all of COVID, really, unless they were forced to wear a mask at church. Yeah. Um, and in this video, Ruby is going on and on about how the facts are not known, like, about COVID. She was like, you know, there's, I just don't know. It's just so unknown. So we're not just going to believe, like, I don't know. It basically saying, basically denying the, the, the facts of COVID. And I, uh, I was on that eight passenger snark on Reddit and <laughs> people were commenting and I had to share, they were commenting on this video and this gave me a good cackle. So <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone wrote, <laughs> Ruby is an absolute bonehead. The facts are not known, Ruby. It's called 46,000 clinical trials, you boob. <laughs> <laughs> but then the best all-time comment is this one. She talks a lot of words for someone who dictates her life according to gold plates that never actually existed. <laughs> like really that was the one thing that killed me the most about Mormons who were like I just don't think that COVID's real we don't know enough facts about it I'm not just gonna blindly accept what the government tells me and and just gonna get a vaccine but you belong to a church where you don't have any facts it's based (laughs) off of just like this guy putting his head in a hat and pulling out random shit and calling it doctrine they fully in like every video they they pray and they read their scriptures and they talk about the truth and the truth of the church and then the minute something comes along that actually can be proven is true like covid or hey guess what also is real gay people don't choose it jody (laughs) they just deny that and it's like oh no that's not true but my bogus bullshit cult is true for sure truth is true (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is I I could have gone on you know this could be a full three four hours long these people are wackadoodle but very fascinating and and thank you to the listener who sent that in Um, I think it's important that we talk about it and we're aware of these people who have influence in Mormon spheres and try to combat it as best as we can because that shit's harmful it's super harmful. And again, I just want to emphasize this this person and this group. I mean, I guess because Jody's affiliated with Ruby and this eight passengers channel. I mean, it's a huge platform that she has. It's massive. It's yep. 
Dude, over 2 million subscribers, like, and as Katie mentioned, a billion listens or watched or views or whatever. Like, that's that's a lot of reach and a lot mm-hmm. of influence. And it just makes me really worried that people are watching this and being like, oh, my God, that's a good point. Or maybe I should parent my children like this. Like, maybe I should have this type of perspective. If I'm a good Mormon, you know, maybe that's a good point and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's. It's really concerning that they have this big following, you know, like that makes me very worried. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Yikes. I I told Sarah, I looked into this way too much that it gave me nightmares last night. So you're (laughs) welcome, everyone. (laughs) I got to go cleanse my mind of this. Oh, man. I know I woke up to these messages from Katie being like, oh, I went down the rabbit hole. And then I was like, Oh no, let me, let me start this, this dive. And as soon as I came across the videos and watched the one, I was like, Oh no, I need to take a break. <laughs> like This is very triggering. And like, it's already put me in a funky mood. I'm going to need to step away. <laughs> and I was like, let me try one more. I did one more and I was like, Nope, I can't do this. Like I can't watch any more of these videos. It's yeah, it's rough. Definitely. So good luck to you all who are living in that area. I, I feel for you. <laughs> yeah, sending you lots of love <laughs> because <laughs> that's intense. Yeah. And if you do make it over to that channel and decide you want to take a little mosey on over and read or watch some of those videos, like, again, fair warning, trigger warning, they are intense. So do not go there. If you're not in a good headspace, or even if you are, because it's a bit, it's mindfuck, you know? Like, it's, 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 for a, sure. lot. it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for coming on that journey with us. And um, we'll be back next week with more for you. So we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.